Good Shabbos, good Shabbos. Rav Pinkis explains in his Sefer Shabbos Kodesh that when Shabbos comes in, we're not just doing another mitzvah. We're mamish welcoming the presence of Hashem, the Shechina, into our lives. And this expresses itself in halacha. First off, the famous custom to go into the field, to go outside and greet the Shekhinah, similar to when the Jewish people went and greeted Hashem at Har Sinai. Second of all, the custom to change into beautiful clothing after showering. It's just like at Har Sinai when we changed our clothing in order to receive Hashem's presence. Third off, when we ideally don't rush into Shabbos, but learn a little bit and aren't doing it last second. We're preparing ourselves and then spiritually, and then Shabbos comes in benachas, just like at Har Sinai. We prepared ourselves, or we were supposed to prepare ourselves, and benachas, that Hashem was, uh, we were ready for Hashem. Pinkus compares it to imagine your, your family is coming to visit you. They come from the airport, they drive in. And uh, imagine they came and you hadn't cleaned the house and you were busy, you know, checking your internet when they flew in. It would be a bit disrespectful. It wouldn't be very nice. Similarly, says Rav Pinkus, when Shabbos comes in, not just another mitzvah, it's Hashem Himself. It's Hashem's presence. And we have to imagine like, like that's exactly what's happening every Shabbos. We're welcoming the Shekhinah into our lives, and the more seriously we take that, the more the Shekhinah actually will come into our lives. One last point to finish his mimer. Rapinkas asks, why do we sing so much on Shabbos? What's the connection between singing and Shabbos? And he answers quite beautifully that Shabbos is so powerful feeling the presence of Hashem, that it's beyond words. Words can't express the longing, the love we feel. In Shir Shirim it says, He kisses me with the kiss of my face. And that's why Svartim say that at the entering of Shabbos. Ashkenazim often sing Yedid Nefesh, how God is our beloved. Either way, the concept is that Hashem's love and our love for him is deeper than words. And sometimes words get in the way. So when we sing Kabbalah Shabbat this Shabbos, we can think about that, feeling Hashem's presence. We're going on a long 25-hour date with Hashem, and we should spend our Shabbos immersed in Torah and mitzvahs in such a way that we really feel like we get to know Hashem in a whole new way. Good Shabbos, good Shabbos. All right, so we're going to be studying the teachings of Rabbi Nachman Mibrasov, the master of Simcha, the one who is known best for his wisdom about Simcha, teaching about Simcha from his beautiful Sefer, Sefer Amidos. Let's see what advice he has to teach us. Machmat Simcha Niftachalev. When you're happy, your heart is opened. Makes a lot of sense, very intuitive. 
and yet a lot of people don't think about this. They don't realize that the reason they're feeling so closed off is because they're not happy. And if they felt happy, they would look at everything differently. This is especially uh, important when it comes to shalom bias matters. When, you know, sometimes fights are happening and the reason the fights are happening essentially is you're not making enough time for yourself to be happy. If you were to be happy, then a lot of the issues would be resolved on their own. Gimel. Brachot asimcha nitchazek koach asechel. When you say a blessing on a mitzvah, let's say, Kiddush, let's say, tefillin, tzitzis, hamoitzi, arguably, maybe not hamoitzi, but any bracha that you say before you do a mitzvah, mezuzah, nitchazek koach asechel. The intellectual koach strength is, is uh, part of, the seichel is strengthened. And food and drink is good, is a big reason to be happy. And to make far the, the, the sadness and the worries. So, in terms of joy making you happy, Enjoy making you smarter. That's what we were talking about a minute ago, that we often don't realize the connection between the decisions we make and our emotional state. And if we're more besimcha, we'll also act more with wisdom. So the second point, often we don't realize just how privileged we are to have tons of food, to have no worries about food and drink and coffee and water. And we take it so much for granted. And Rabbi Nachman saying, no, use that as a reason to get happy, that itself is reason enough to be besimcha. Dalit. Al yedid staka, when we give tzedakah, believe shalem with a full heart, ba lidei simcha, will come to be happy. Often we think to ourselves, you know, when we're in a good mood, then we'll give tzedakah. That's true. What Rabbi Nachman is also saying is that when you give tzedakah with a full heart, that will actually bring joy to yourself. So you're in a sad mood, go out and go do a good deed. It doesn't have to be only money tzedakah. There are many ways to give tzedakah and do that um, and you'll bring joy to yourself. Al yedei eitzot tovos shetitentis simcha. When you give people good advice, that will also help you be happy. Right, like we were saying a moment ago, it's not just about giving money, it's about giving your wisdom to others. That also, giving is one of the primary ways to be happy, as has been shown by modern psychology in many, many different ways. A study that I love to quote is, of course, that if, if college students were given $5 to spend on themselves versus $5 to spend on someone else, they turned out much happier at the end of the day when they gave that money to someone else. When you give to others, that produces true happiness. Okay. I keep going. My highlights of Nachman and Simcha. This one even has a song. Al Yedei Kudim Ve'atenu Ot Sheatav Sebaguv Nitorei Lachasimcha. When you dance and you do movements, you get your body physically into it, and that awakens your body to be happy. And again, modern science proves this when you're moving your body. Dancing, it could be exercise, sports. Sim- simply even a walk can help so, so, so much. That's how we're 
our bodies are trained to be, and when we're not giving them the exercise, the energy, the movements, the dancing that it needs, that we almost automatically sink into a, a state of sadness. So we need our vitamins of moving, and Rabbi Nachman saying, don't be afraid to move and dance, uh, it's a key to happiness. When you fear God, so that will lead you to a place of enthusiasm. So it's interesting. Here he's on the flip side. Don't be too silly. A genuine fear of God can actually bring you to a genuine state of fiery passion for Hashem, which of course can, as you already mentioned, bring us to a state of joy when you're doing any mitzvah with full uh, attention. You're dead. On a related note, when you do any action, especially mitzvah actions, with kavana, with intention, with awareness, that brings us to, to joy. One of the reasons, perhaps, why I love sports, when I'm playing my ultimate frisbee game, I'm completely focused on the game, nothing else is distracting me, and I'm in my zone. And being in that zone can totally help me be in a state of joy. Okay. More thoughts? When we're singing, we're also going to come to a state of joy and enthusiasm. So, of course, singing and dancing are a perfect combo. Dancing awakens our emotions and awakens that feeling of connectedness to Hashem, especially in Shabbos Kodesh, where we're able to truly connect to Hashem almost primarily through song and, and dance and joy, especially in the beginning of Shabbos. Okay. Wow. When you make a tzaddik happy, and that can actually help you serve Hashem with joy. That, i be honest, I'm not exactly sure what the deeper explanation is. You'd have to go to Likutei Maran for that. But uh, I'm going to trust Rabbi Nachman on this one. When you trust that everything is going to work out, ultimately, you will come to place of simcha. And obviously, that makes a lot of sense. If you always remind yourself that everything's for the best and everything's going to work out all right, and we have full amuna, of course, that will lead us to a place of joy and success. Many Rabbi Nachman stories that demonstrate this concept. If we have time, another time, Bezrat Hashem, tell some stories. Again, when you move your body on a physical level, the emotion will come soon afterwards. If you put yourself like leftovers, like you're not important, you don't make yourself the focus of attention. Oh, I need to be the star. I need to be this. Say, I'm just extra. You lower your ego a little bit and you can come to a place of true enthusiasm and passion. Noted this before by again, when you're happy, you you actually get smarter, says Rabbi Nachman. There's rain that comes down when there's joy by a chasan nikala. This is an interesting example of a physical effect that comes from a psychological action called choosing joy. When we dance and are singing and are happy on Simcha's Torah, it will help us come to serve Hashem b'Simcha. All your land.
it's the headquarters for Simcha. You ever just have this feeling and you just suddenly get joyous almost out of nowhere? Well, Rabbi Nachman says that that's a sign that the salvation is coming very soon. So, if you're happy, be more happy because good things are coming. If you're always joking around, then you're far from God. It's interesting, everyone seems to know Rabbi Nachman for his famous statement that once in a while you can do jokes and be silly to get into a place of happiness. And it's true, he does say that. But if it's all the time you're just joking around, then ultimately it's uh, only going to get you far from Hashem and not close, which is the goal of life. Okay. Second. A few more. When you're always happy, that's how you'll be successful. Sean Anker has an amazing book just about this topic. About We used to think success leads to happiness. Now we realize happiness leads to success in every level and test scores and business and the way that people like you and dates and everything. Being happy, choosing to make yourself happy is the, is the source of success in life. When someone disgraces you, and you accept it with joy, you don't make a big deal about it, that will actually bring you to a state of joy and raise you up higher. So don't be too sad when someone uh, disgraces you. When you say new insights, that makes Hashem happy. Amazing. All right. So, of course... Rabbi Nachman's not the only one who talks about simcha. Hasidus in general stresses the importance of, being ha- of choosing happiness to the best of our ability. And there's even a beautiful Kotzker Torah that Avram Avinu, he was only able to pass his greatest test in life by the Akedah um, because he was in a state of simcha. You see, you only get prophecy, says Rama, when you're in a state of simcha. And he would not have heard the voice of Hashem calling to him to stop, not to sacrifice his son. He was only able to get there because of his bitachon Hashem and the simcha that he chose to have. So we're only over, able to overcome our challenges in life when we're in a state of simcha. Of course, it's not always challenge, easy, but uh, that's the gold tamid. And uh, I'm very aware that we're in the three weeks, and uh, it's a time when we tone down some ways our outward expressions of happiness, like live music and instruments. But the truth is, dafka during these days, it's important to stress that we always need to choose happiness, inner real happiness. And uh, not silliness, but inner happiness is always appropriate. And especially during these days when the mood might be a little bit down, it's important to mechazek uh, that, that Indian. And so, so I think it's uh, a great day to... Uh, to focus on this idea of simcha. So I bless everyone for the day of choosing joy. And uh, please, you know, take a moment to write down one or two pieces of advice that Rabbi Nachman has given us so that we can really uh, choose joy every single day. Have a gewaldika simchadik Shabbos.